Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Chris. I'm Justin. Have you guys seen Phantom of the Paradise? Okay. We got a guest tonight returning from our infamous Star Wars holiday special episode. Infamous for many reasons. One of the few Star Wars episodes we didn't burn and claim that we lost. (laughs) Guest episodes? Wow. (laughs) What about Star Wars? And Josh wasn't here for that (laughs) episode. So infamous, I didn't even hear about it. (laughs) Chris, you decided to repay us, I guess? Yeah, yeah. We know nothing about this, but mm. what we do here on the episode, uh, here on the podcast, is those of us who haven't seen the movie give a brief description of what we think it's going to be about. It's based solely on the title. Yes. Phantom of the Paradise. Three, who wants to go we first? Three theater pitches, or three, three, I guess it's, I'm saying theater pitches because I'm guessing it's based off of Phantom of the Opera. Go right. first. <laughs> yeah. Safe, safe bet, but go first. Um, I actually, um, Surprisingly, haven't ever seen Phantom of the Opera. Any of the animations? Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So you don't know the story? Nope. You just know there's a weirdo hanging out. Uh-huh. And a there's, lot of a weirdo, there's a weirdo hanging out with like half a mask. Uh huh. And he's like killing people on stage, like dropping things. I guess we need to start a little further back. Josh, what do you know about <laughs> Phantom of the Opera? Uh, it's been a while, so I don't remember much more than creepy guy hanging <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I believe seen a theatrical production, but it's been a long time. Andrew Lloyd Webber's creepy guy hanging out. <laughs> right. is, is there really much more to it? Wow, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know about Phantom of the Opera, Austin? Probably too much. It'll end up being spoilers for this movie yeah. for you guys. Maybe. I mean, we don't know. Let's just say there's a creepy guy hanging out. Uh-huh. Like Justin said, sure. he's wearing half a mask. Yeah. For reasons unknown, maybe he can't afford but the other half. This is called Phantom of the Paradise. Right. Wow. Not Phantom of the Opera. I had a whole guest set up that would now spoil it for you two. Oh. I, I think he's going to be a creepy guy at a, a resort, like a tropical island yeah, resort. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. like Or like um, maybe like a Phantom of the Opera, but it's like a, like a, a guy at like a conservationist zoo. Ooh. <laughs> I, I watched the trailer, and this is kind of why I was suggested it. So it looks like to me like Phantom of the Opera on acid. Oh, wow. Okay. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show-ish, kind of. Do you know the year this came out? Uh, I want to say like early 70s, maybe. Yes. Okay, it looks like 74. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited for this. Uh, acid Trip Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Josh, uh, did you have a guess going into it? I was going to say Hotel, not Resort. Okay. Um, I think this oh, might be yeah. one of those movies where it's like, it sounds like it's Phantom of the Opera, but it's actually not. Ooh. It's just like maybe they, they did that on purpose, but I don't think it's going to like direct. 
correlation. We could do a whole spin-off list of Phantom of the Opera movies. Well, can re- we not? We've I recently watched fa- uh, this month. Eric Eric's Revenge, Phantom of the Mall, in the <laughs> oh, 80s wow. movie. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it, Chris. No. It's a Phantom of the Opera movie that takes place at a mall. Sure. Uh, yeah. Right up your alley. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it could be Chopping Mall's sassier cousin. Oh. Classic Have You Seen episode with killer robots in the mall. So, what's your history with this movie, Chris? I, I have none. I just, uh, I can't even remember how I, I happened upon it. Um, but it was one of those movies. Oh, I was going through a, down a YouTube rabbit hole and mm. this guy got on there and he was like, he, he did, he does these, uh, I don't even remember what his channel is. He does this thing where he tells you, Hey, if, you know, this is a movie that went under the radar and if you've never seen it, you need to watch it. So then I was like, okay. And that's whenever I saw you guys literally a couple days later and I was like, Hey, we should do a, have you, you know, have you seen, but this movie, cause I've never seen it and it looks crazy. So. I mean, that is our formula. Yeah. A movie that went under the radar that should have been seen. Uh, I'm sorry, my little devil cat is attacking your feet right That's now. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it lends to the horror ambiance of the movie that we're going to yeah. check out, though. Uh, there should be thunder crackling outside. You're assuming. And, well, paradise. Maybe we need, like, seagulls outside and tropical steel drums. Who knows? It's a weekend at Bernie's, you think? Like, we're down in the Caribbean, maybe? Could be. Could be. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go with uh, I like Josh's guess where it's like got nothing to do with Phantom of the Opera sure it's, it's just, just the name <laughs> in that case what would it be Josh like give us the spinoff uh, I mean I, I would say it's still horror you're right you know the paradise is the name of a hotel maybe it's a ghost flick like okay. literal phantom they go real oh okay. real straightforward with it there was an early superhero on the radio Akin to the oh. Shadow, known as the Phantom. Yeah. And they got their own movie in the 90s. So maybe this was Billy a Zane. prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Phantom of the Paradise. And he's just on vacation in that purple suit. I actually met Billy Zane. He got very angry with me. Oh, what did you do to make Billy Zane angry? Uh, my friend and I uh, were hanging out with him. And uh, yeah, we kept saying the line from Titanic, I have a child. <laughs> means the world to me. And he got very irritated by that. And by the end of the night, he did not care for us at that <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he jumped ship? Yeah, yeah. He was wearing the smallest cowboy hat I've ever seen a man wear. <laughs> I have a good picture of it. Women and children first. Yeah. <laughs> the small cowboy hat. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> wow, unprecedented. Nobody here on the show has seen this movie. Supposedly a classic. We're gonna we're gonna look a bit into the backstory. We're gonna watch the movie. And we're going to be back here on Have You Seen?
And we're back, having just watched Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. Wow. Gotta we watched, say. We, cer- it, we certainly did watch a movie. Uh, was that a movie? <laughs> I mean, it's a musical. It yeah. is. Josh loves musicals. Just had to put that out there. Uh, Do I? <laughs> was this I'm, a musical? I'm not a fan of them myself. But. <laughs> Josh, you don't think this counts as a musical? There were songs in it. There but were. Like, were there, how many songs qualify as a musical? I think, I think Paul Williams wrote all the songs, too. Wow. Yeah. I believe. Because yeah. he's a big music guy. Yep. Big music guy. Anyway, yeah, he's like the villain. Weirdest villain I've ever, like, I... Weird villain. Growing up in the, you know, like, I grew up, I'm, I was born in 75, so Paul Williams was on TV a lot when I was a kid, whether it be Hollywood Squares or, you know, whatever, Password, whatever. Never would have thought of him as a villain in a movie. So he played, <laughs> um... What, what was Swan? It? Swan, the evil record producer in this, he's like ultra evil, right? He's I Satan, right? For half the movie, I thought he was the devil. He is. He's not. No, the he's devil. Not. Remember the devil I came s- to him. The devil works through him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, sure. He's a lackey for the devil. Sure. You can't just say he somebody's the devil. He signed the contract too. Yeah. Well, exactly. Okay, we were talking about Phantom of the Opera. Yes. But that was all very Dorian Gray. This yeah. is Faust, also. Yeah, yeah. This is more. Is. is I, I mean, I, I mean, they know. literally mentioned Faust. I yeah. love that they have the well, fucking... They kept playing it in the background. Juicy Fruits playing Faust. Uh-huh. Like, the yeah. Beach Boy-esque band they have up there. Yeah. I liked the Juicy Fruits. And well, all they were band. they weren't just the Beach Boys. They were, like, all three they, eras. All the, the yeah. yeah. This was fun. I had a lot of fun watching this. <laughs> um, we start off in, like, the doo-wop nostalgia for the 50s that took place in the yeah. 70s and yeah. 80s. And it's such a weird mindfuck because now all that looks like Weezer, which was playing on that nostalgia, oh, yeah, which was playing yeah. on that nostalgia. nostalgia. <laughs> There's like layers and layers wow. to this. You don't know how much this messed me up growing up, like watching Happy Days, which oh, was yeah. made in like the late seventies, mm-hmm. but it's set in the fifties. Mm-hmm. So I thought it took place. Like I thought everything going on, it was from the fifties. You thought it was made in. The 50s. I thought it was made in the fifties yeah. because it was well, on Nick at Night. And then you had Laverne and Shirley, which was also made around the same it time. It was a spin-off also in the 50s, yeah. of Happy Days. Yeah, but they they didn't they didn't they, set it in the fifties when they, they got a spinoff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they sp- set it in modern days in the seventies. Oh yeah. So that's another mindfuck. And then there's the cartoon where Fozzie and them, or not Fozzie, fucking <laughs> the Fonz and them go to space with that girl. Ah. If you haven't seen the cartoon, it's about as much as an acid wow. trip as this movie tonight. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird. Brian De Palma was the director of this. Oh, I got so excited when his mm-hmm. name came up in lights. Uh, famous. Have we done anyone, any other Brian De Palma movies yet? Nope, but he's done such famous movies that we will cover as Scarface. Oh, yeah. Carrie. Carrie, yeah. The Untouchables. Yeah. The First Mission Impossible. Mission to Mars. Black Dahlia. And one of my favorites, Body Double. Oh, I've seen that. A, yeah. Re, it's another really strange Carlitos one. Way. Oh, wow. Oh, big yeah. movie. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So first introduction to Brian De Palma um, on the show. 
has a very distinct style back here in the 70s. Doesn't even seem like it would be his movie. Like, this seems like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It does. Yeah, this seems like Martin Scorsese took too much acid. Yeah. Back in the 70s and made the wrong movie. You're right. This is very Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This seems like it was a very, like, in that same kind of vein. Yeah. I believe, Chris, you were saying before the recording that they used to double feature them together. Yeah. and uh, I can see that. This like I did a little bit of research on you know like I was watching the guy talk about the movie, and the movie failed everywhere, except for Winnipeg, Canada. And it's <laughs> One a, small icy town, and it's huge there. They have a Phantom Palooza festival every year for this. Movie. We have to take wow. Josh. <laughs> that's yeah. where you yeah, take that's me where we gotta take Josh. for our friend. Not, like with not a, where that black and white train movie was filmed no. like there. What, to Confederate South? No! No! That was filmed in Oregon. Uh, uh, Confederate Oregon? No! <laughs> Much rather go to Winnipeg. Yeah, right? I mean, in the summertime. Yeah. Yes, yes. I believe the festival's in October, so you're pushing it. You might get trapped there by uh, snow. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what the, what, the, what the festival's like. I mean, there's got to be cosplay, right? Oh, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Everyone just burns their faces on record. Well, when I was a kid, I remember seeing... <laughs> I can't remember the main character or what his name was. Because they didn't say a lot. to The Phantom. I called him the Phantom, yeah. So I remember as a kid seeing him. Vividly, I, I remember that mask that he's wearing, like a blockbuster Hollywood video memory kind of. Maybe thing. could be possible. I don't know. Winslow, I, yeah, Winslow. Name. I had the same reaction when you sent us this movie. Yeah, I looked at that poster of him like sneering with the mask and the metal yeah. teeth, and I was like, "That's an old memory from the like the VHS rental store." Yeah, like you saw it on yes, like you saw it on the box or something, and you're like, "What is this?" Uh-huh. <laughs> and your parents are like, "We don't need to watch that." See, the only rating on it is from Winnipeg, and it's four. It's five maple leaves. It's right. not even five stars. Right. <laughs> they don't even have hockey there anymore, I don't think. Did anybody catch, during the very opening musical number, there's a guy outside wheat-pasting something up? No. I think that's Bobcat Goldwaite. What? In, like, one of his earliest really? roles. It looks just like him. Oh, and he wow. wouldn't have been credited. He was definitely hanging around this circle of, like, avant-garde comedians and stuff. Could have. Uh, we get this doo-wop song. I love this. It's about the American healthcare failing Eddie's sister, so he has to commit suicide to save her life. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's some mysterious white-gloved Caesar up in the owner's box um, recording the video. And this is the Juicy Fruits. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. The first, the first, the iteration. first iteration, yeah, yeah. Well, because I think they got different names whenever they come later on, right? Like, right. They're not called the Juicy. They're Blues. credited right. as three different bands on IMDb. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the guys from that band went on to do a lot of like big work. I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, I'll have to do some little we'll some research, research on here. That. Uh, there's a dude while the set is being struck and rebuilt he's just out there playing piano and the dude in the white gloves up up top is like that's the sound i've been looking for all these years to open my club open the paradise the paradise spoilers it's a club it's like a a nightclub some sort of extravagant show club yeah you know what movie this reminded me of justin no where somebody makes a deal 
with the devil. Oh, bedazzle. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Hurley and uh-huh. um Brendan Fraser. Bre- yeah, yeah. The cursed footage that will probably <laughs> The very Faustian story. <laughs> oh, we missed the the intro though was done by Rod Serling from uh Whoa uh, Twilight Zone. You're right. Yeah. That's yeah. So I, I remember he was talking. I was like, he was talking, and then and then it said Rod Serling, and I was like, "What? That is Rod Serling." Yeah, so much going on here. Yeah, it's it's dense. It's fun. It's like you said, an acid trip, definitely. Oh man, the boss he wants this guy's music, but he doesn't want this guy, and I can see why. His voice isn't the best for That's opening it. a club. A tale as old as time. Yeah, I want your talent and your music, but I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> And it kind of sped through that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, one of the notes I took was, like, <clears throat> his downfall was really fat. Like, yeah. like accelerate. It was almost a montage. It was almost like, well, you, <laughs> it was like one of those things where they're like, ah, you guys understand what's happening, right? Yeah. Let's I just do this real quick. super excited when he broke in there. And I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but he fell into the record press. Oh, yeah. I was like, is he going to come out with a big flat, flat disc-shaped yeah. head? <laughs> I also like one of the easiest prison escapes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I want to go to, if I ever go to prison, I want to go to that place. Multiple times. Later, he yeah. kicks a wall of bricks down. Or somehow. he melts through it or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad someone else had that note. <laughs> I break that it was fresh. They didn't let the mortar dry. He squished, he pushed oh, yeah, it yeah. and it was like squished. Did the <laughs> kill the guards or did he yeah. kill Ooh, the Ooh, I like that. He's like, come over here real quick. And then push the bricks right. on him. I like this how naive he was. He constantly got put he in bad situations. So naive. <laughs> like cartoon- stay in this room for a week, it's fine. Cartoonishly yeah. naive. Oh, we'll get to the room. But yeah. before that, while he's still uh human, yeah. um, he goes to the record office and I like this, it's Death Records and they got yeah. the cool canary. This is a cool label. I yeah. I would probably <laughs> listen to them if they weren't just like doo wop nostalgia bullshit. Right. He calls it a nostalgia wave, too, from the 70s, which is, like, you can put on YouTube right now as a playlist. It's so funny. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, de- nostalgia is definitely back in force, as it was in the 70s and 80s, but now it's for the 70s and 80s. Ah. Uh, comes in waves. He gets his music taken from him. The guy brings up the Juicy Fruits, and he, like, slams him through the wall. So he does have... He's, he's pretty strong, we see. He doesn't get, like, superhuman strength when right. it's changed. But he goes to the audition, and there's just... I love this shot of ladies all oh, the yeah. way up the staircase. Yeah. And then you kind of see, like, what's happening in the room. He this meets Phoenix. He mean, this yeah. is when he meets Phoenix, yeah. And he singles her out of the, among the crowd and is like, you, you're the one who has to sing my stuff. Right. But, of course... Um, well, he's, he's like, at first he's confused. He's like, how do you know that song? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's singing. They're all, they're all, they're all singing. Yeah, right? they're all yeah. singing his music. And he's just really naive and is like, yeah. doesn't realize that the dudes. They stole it. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he went to, yeah, because he went there and they're like, the secretary's like, you can't get in. And then they throw him out. Yeah. The whole place is bugged and cameraed. And it. Reminded me of watching that Backstreet Boys NSYNC documentary that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, I never saw it. It's dark. We won't go too far into it. Wow. They both had the same manager and all like yeah. the girl groups had the same manager. Some Perlman, yeah. Yeah. And he definitely had shower cameras Ew. installed oh. all over his house. What? Like the bathroom, the showers, the jacuzzi, the pool. 
it was this sort of thing. So, I mean, not too much of an exaggeration. Oh, yeah, that's why he's in jail, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty heartbreaking documentary, but if you were into the scene, the yeah. boy band scene, it was it was worth a watch. Yeah, but then, like, the Swan character, like, he's just so famous, so rich, that he just kind of is above the law, so the cops can just come and do whatever they want, and he, he whatever he wants them to do. Oh, yeah, they set him up with some heroin or yeah, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I love this part. His goons get him. Put him in drag, drop him in the harem, and he comes in and drops like a hate slur, and yeah. his goons are just like, oh, 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 we just thought this was going to be funny, yeah. Mr. Swan. <laughs> like, it yeah. was his idea. He's like, oh, maybe he'll come in this here and see me and have a laugh. We didn't know you was that way, Mr. Swan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> uh, they dress him up like a woman. Yeah. I like how he's going to stay the fifties motif. Yeah, like they they the all because they, they <laughs> that's when they signed the contract. Yeah. Oh, they always oh, look like bikers. Okay. Like they, everybody always looked like yeah. a biker. Anybody else notice they had swastika patches on their jacket? Oh, too? I did not. That's, not that's to show they're really bad goons. Oh. <laughs> Nobody was wearing that weird German helmet though ever. So yeah, the one the single horn yeah. spike. Yeah. yeah, not the not the rape scene. Oh, jeez. Well, what are you talking about? Oh, where the women were all going up the stairs? Yeah, and... like this, oh, this okay. scene that we're at now. So yeah. they get to that half door, and she goes in there, and there's some sort of assault that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she comes running out, and it's like, they didn't even want me to fucking sing. What is this place? Yeah. And he keeps trying to get in, and I'm like, give it up, man. Yeah. Tale you're, as you're, old as time. You do not know what's going on, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they kick him out, plant the dope on him. He winds up in prison, they, and... In, in the prison... Uh, Sing Sing. Yeah, but he's in the special program where they're replacing his teeth with metal teeth. Oh, this is terrifying. Yeah. You're making Batman villains. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, and Bruce Wayne is funding it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, teeth, they're a sort of infection. We remove them all. And it's like, oh, no. It just yeah. makes me think, like, Gotham City prisons. It's like, well, the Wayne Foundation has paid for this uh, yeah. intensive electroshock therapy. Every time. Right. <laughs> With a generous grant from the Wayne Foundation. Right. Right. We're going to make a new evil super... I mean... Heal you. Right. I mean, what if you saw this in real life? Someone's like, just has metal teeth. They're like, mm, all right. Would, it would also sound terrible. Yeah. The clanking? It, unless you claimed it was a grill and oh, a matching yeah. necklace and really rocked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when is, what's the guy, Jaws from James oh. Bond back in the day? Yeah, yeah. We haven't done a single James Bond movie yet. We haven't. I feel like we I need feel like to. you should do Boonraker. Yeah. That one's got to be, I, I remember it as ridiculous. All right. We'll start with the most ridiculous, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't watched any of those newer ones. With uh, I haven't watched Craig. any new ones. Yeah, he's now working on the assembly line. Oh yeah, and he's kind of losing his mind because it's like corporate sponsored radio that's playing overhead, and they're like, "And now the juicy fruits playing Faust, who they themselves wrote. Nobody else helped, right?" <laughs> Just loses his shit, breaks out of prison, which. I guess his prison is connected to his factory yeah. and warehouse. But it, what, what was they, what were they making in the prison? There was an assembly line, and it looked like there were ashtrays, and they were dropping coins into it, and then putting a piece of blue wow. plastic on it. I don't remember. But it was just nonsense. No idea. It was just nonsense. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like the standard license plate. No, I, I could pull the scene up, and you'd see it's just like toy no, just nonsense. Nothing. Like. Yeah. 
they're just putting plastic in other plastic, I think. Ah. Uh, he slips, and this is when he gets his head stuck in the record The record press. press. A pivotal moment in mm-hmm. creating the phantom of the paradise. And it messes up his face. He gets shot as well, they say. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think he takes a bullet in this part. Maybe that's what, I don't know, fucks up his voice or something. Yeah, because I never figured out why his voice, like, he lost it. Yeah. Right, because it didn't, like, press his throat. No. Just, I mean... Just half his face. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun. It's a fun party trick. You can pull out a needle now and rub it on it, and it'll play a song. Right. <laughs> right. He stumbles and falls into the river and is presumed dead. With everything Faust needs... Sorry, not Faust. Swan. 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 <laughs> He's going to open the paradise. Yep. It is... A grand opening. Everyone is super excited about it. We have beach babes up on the stage during the shooting of this music. Is this video. the opening, or is it this like, is like the, a they're, like they're the, practicing, oh, a, practice a dry run, yeah. Yeah. a dress rehearsal? And and one of the goons is on stage, and he's like, "Come here, get on the stage." You know, he's like pushing people on stage, and we get this really fun cut where we're shown two things yeah. side by side happening. One of them's like one of the beach boy, not the beach boys, the juicy fruits, and he's like. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I feel terrible. And the guy's like, nah, take all these drugs, kid. Yeah, just gives him there. powder. Then it, this is kind of a De Palma shot, though, I believe. Like, he does, he, in a lot of his movies, he does a lot of split screen split stuff. Screen yeah. stuff yeah. yeah, it's pretty iconic. I, you definitely see it in Mission Impossible, I yeah. can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The first one. Um, have you seen that, Josh? No, I haven't. Tom Cruise is in that. You know, oh, Tom, have we done Tom Cruise? <laughs> We've yes, definitely done multiple okay. Tom Cruise movies. Oh. Uh, Minority Report was one of them. Oh, man. Edge Tomorrow. Austin Powers 3. He plays Austin Powers in the <laughs> first oh, few minutes. Right. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. counting it. Yeah. You know, wow. Swan gave me really evil Austin Powers vibes in this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, seeing Paul Williams as a villain actually was kind of interesting, but he did, he pulled it off pretty well. Yeah, baby, just get on stage and I won't beat you with my cane. Yeah. So you're talking about, like, if Austin Powers was evil, not Dr. Evil. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What do you mean? They're not the same. That's not evil Austin Powers. That's yeah. Dr. Evil. That's a totally different character. Mm-hmm. And Swan did this whole thing where he would be, like, back in the the, the shadow mm-hmm. watching. And, you know, they were always, like, looking up to see if he was happy or, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this. If he'd been stroking a cat... Yeah. Way more Dr. Evil. Because his desk, did anybody else see this? It's a giant gold record that he sits in the middle of. Yeah. And this is the coolest devil office we've had since the devil's advocate. <laughs> and, and I love how, like, the little henchman guy is over to the side. And he's got his little papers over yeah. there. And he can somehow push buttons. And I don't know. If these people are just lying in wait in darkness to play when he pushes the button, <laughs> yeah. or if this is magic and he's summoning people. Oh, that's right, yeah. There's a lot in this movie I can't figure out. Is <laughs> he's all he's real, all, quote unquote? Yeah, he's like trying to figure out what genre he wants. He's like, no. I loved that scene. Yeah. Because nowadays you can do that. If you're a producer at the computer yeah. and you have a keyboard part, you can be like, what's this sound like with a country beat or yeah. a metal beat? It's so ahead of its time in that way. He picks the rock and roll guy who is named Beef. 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 He's yeah. my favorite character in this movie. Best character in the movie. Beef is the all-around best character in the movie. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. <laughs> and also very Rocky Horror yes, picture this, show. He yes. was the most Rocky Horror. Yeah. Of, of, like, I felt like he could have been in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. A direct yeah. crossover. Yeah. 
So, yeah, if Austin Powers made a deal with Elizabeth Hurley, who was his first <laughs> Powers girl, uh-huh. who then became the devil. Wasn't Elizabeth Hurley? Oh, yeah. In Bedazzled. Right. Yeah. Then you get oh, Swan yeah, in yeah. this movie. Because Elizabeth Hurley was in Bedazzled and was yeah. the devil. Austin Powers girl. Because yeah. we skip over. So, like, they were doing the rehearsal. And the Phantom... He gets access to dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Like the old, like, time bomb from, like, Bat- <laughs> like the 50s Batman movies. <laughs> he has, like, the, the stick of dynamite, sticks of dynamite with the clock on it and the little wires, you know? Right. He was a composer, not like a chemical engineer. Yeah. Where the hell did he get dynamite <laughs> from? Yeah. So in he, prison. Yeah, he learned yeah. how to do it in prison. So the, the henchman gives the, the juicy fruit guy a bunch of drugs, puts him in the car, they push it out on stage. And it blows up. Oh, and it kills that g- group of Juicy Fruits, right? Yeah. They're out. Yeah. Unless they made a deal with the devil. I think that's how Because they, they it's the same people uh, later Because on. they come back. Yeah. yeah. And we find out everybody who makes a deal with the devil. They can't die. They can't die because it's like a vampire thing. You have to kill the head vampire uh, and then it trickles down and kills them. I see. Interesting. I didn't even catch that. So the Phantom sneaks around... Um, Swan can see him because he's got the whole place bugged. Yeah. And he's like, he finds this dude right away. I thought there was going to be more yeah. mystery. He pulls him out of a closet like, I know it's you, motherfucker. <laughs> you need to stop doing this. And he's like, yeah. and just runs away. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they spent, that was my problem with the movie. It's like they, they, they sped through things too many times. Right. Yeah. Josh, this could have been like an hour longer, right? He like immediately, <laughs> he immediately clocked the Phantom. Yeah. He not like, only clocked the Phantom, but he's like, you're that son of a bitch uh-huh. that I killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very Dark Man vibes. I don't yeah. know if you've seen that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I've seen one and two. I've never seen the third one. That could show up on our Phantom list. That's a, that's Sam Raimi's Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I never saw the third one, Die, Dark Man, Die. Ooh, me neither. Dark Man 3, yeah. Uh... Make a whole list out of them. Jeff. And I don't think Liam oh, Neeson's boy. in that one. Oh, he got oh, replaced. Oh, Liam Neeson's in it. He was in the first two, yeah. Yeah. He plays the pivotal Dark Man. Yep. It's got some sci-fi. It's like this one. Oh, man, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. He was a underdog superhero from the 90s for yeah. sure. For I just sure. remember that little, like, bird thing that was going to push the button to blow up his lab. Oh, yes. Like like when Homer's working from home. The yes. <laughs> the little water bird. Yes. <laughs> so we have another audition. This time we get Phoenix singing a song. And not only is she singing it, but she is dancing around the room. Yeah. And she's doing that kind of 70s cocaine dance while she sings, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, very, very oh, yeah, mobile yeah. and, like, scarves twirling above her head. And it's like, you are expending a lot of energy for this. But the guy says, what will you do if I let you sing? And she says, anything. She's in from the beginning. Right. She's She just wants board. to sing. Yeah. She wants to be famous. She wants the crowd. Yeah. Um, Because... The Phantom is found out so quickly, they make a deal. A deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And here's our Faust tie-in. Um, Swan's like... <laughs> it's really funny to me that a guy who wrote a musical like <laughs> thing about Faust uh-huh. made a deal with the devil. Right. <laughs> starts reading the contract, and he's like, what is this clearly written out stuff mean. The contract, by the way, which looks like a medieval manuscript scrawled by hand. Like, this isn't printed out. This is in Old English. Sure. Right. And this solidifies this guy's working for the devil. But 
Once I saw this synth command center that looks like the mother room yeah. from the Nostromo and Alien, <laughs> I was kind of like, I'd spend a week on there in drugs playing synths. I fucking love synthesizers, oh, especially man. these old analog ones. Oh, yeah. Just get get put in there for a week. Man, I'll write an album. That looks fucking fun. Like, don't keep me in with Nazi goons, please. Like, let me use sure. the bathroom and eat real food along with the drugs you're supplying. <laughs> but I was down. This is a fun-looking synth room, and I want it. <laughs> See, that's the problem, is that it comes with the Nazi goons. Um, and the brick wall. The brick wall, the yeah. Brick wall. <laughs> that was so silly. There were so many, they, there were so many stuff, there's so much stuff in this. Like it was Faust, it was Phantom of the Opera, the Count, of Count of Monte Cristo. Dorian Gray. Not Monte Cristo, I mean, a cask of a Montalago. Yes, that's the right. Poe story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, through dials and filters, I love this. No one who was working this scene knew how a mix board works. Because he's like, I can turn his terrible robot voice back into a human voice oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah, adjusting yeah. three different channels levels. <laughs> through like seven rooms. <laughs> That's right. I've done it. I've made him sound human again. Yeah, I fixed it. And that never comes up again. He no. never sings with that in front of anybody. He's no. to be able to That's why they keep him. him in the room, so you have a justification for him talking. But he also gets the mobile version, the which shitty mm-hmm. is shitty. Mm-hmm. It's like the chest version, which is more like a Darth Vader pack. Yeah. And I love how this thing glows red every time he like says something. This is fun. This whole movie, the practical effects are starting to get really good. Um... Yeah, he locks him in the synth dungeon, which is a channel I follow on YouTube, synth by the dungeon. way. <laughs> the synth dungeon. Yeah, I love it. It's like medieval synth shit from like the 80s till now. It's fantastic for role-playing games or just to chill to or game to. Uh, and he's like, you have a week to compose oh, yeah. this cantata. Cantata. Because, you know, rock and roll is all about cantatas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now that he's got Rocky, I mean, beef on board... <laughs> He needs a rock and roll cantata. Josh, you ever seen Rocky Horror? No. Oh, wow. Classic. I'm vaguely familiar with it. That might need to be on the Halloween list. Meatloaf, man. Indeed. I feel like this comes up every year where we remember. Yeah. I haven't seen Rocky Horror, and then we don't watch it. <laughs> Not that it. I have a problem with that. See it it's fine. Yeah. yeah, they'll do it at the Guild. That'll be a theater watch, and then we'll cover it for Halloween. Yeah. Be I knew this one. movie reminded me of Rocky Horror because I wanted to throw rice at the screen while I was watching it. Ah. Nice. <laughs> uh, when he, he records everything, um, Swan does. So when he plays back the tape of him talking to the Phantom about the contract they're signing, he has, like, a different evil voice to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, what part, When did they go through and, like, show the deal that, that Swan made with the devil to stay young? That's Almost at he, the end. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, near the end. I love that scene, I by the figure, way. I, it's I right before the, my favorite scene of the movie where he sees that he's up on the roof. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll get to it. I was trying to figure out how they made him look younger while he's, like, sitting in the tub. Yeah. That's interesting, because, I mean, nowadays they can do it, but then, I don't know how they did that, yeah. You're right, yeah. We should look up some of the practical effects yeah. behind this. Um, they didn't do the uh, the saw method, where they just uh, gave him a backwards cap. A baseball uh, cap? A backwards baseball cap. That's <laughs> right, how they right. de-aged uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Oh, he's younger. He's like, you kids, hey kids, I'm a kid now. I'm in high school. Damn, biology is hard. Yeah. 
That's awesome. <laughs> Swan makes an airport appearance as evil Willy Wonka to announce his opening oh, of the paradise. He, he comes out like like it's weird. He's like walks out of an airplane. Yeah. yeah. With a coffin standing yeah. up. And he's like, this is the newest thing in music, horror, fiction, sci-fi. <laughs> and the lid draws off it, and it's um, it's Beef it's standing beef. there. And Beef just, like, makes a gnarly face at the camera, and it cuts away. Well, I also like how they won't let anybody film or take any pictures. So. <laughs> yeah. No pictures. No pictures. They have an exclusive contract. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, Swan, Swan wakes uh up the phantom and he's like i got breakfast for you and he opens a briefcase full of drugs oh, and here's where i got the tommy vibes with like the acid queen and everything. oh yeah, yeah yeah that's a fun one that's another god like, i haven't seen tommy since i was a little kid really strange one uh i don't know if you got all of it when you were a kid there's some there's no a, I there's a lot in there i hated it as a kid but as an adult i probably love it right elton john's in there oh, tina man. turner yeah, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I can't think of her name. The red-haired um, plays his mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Blinking at you. But uh, he breaks into Beef's... Dr- Beef is in the dressing room, right? Mm-hmm. And he has the biggest bag of Coke anyone has ever seen. <laughs> They're, like, trying to kill him by giving him this much cocaine at one time. <laughs> Josh, I know you don't have too much experience with drugs, but this is too much yeah. coke. If you ever are at a party and this much coke comes out, leave. It's time to go. If it's a tiny bit of coke, that's fine. You don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. Things aren't going to get too wild. If it's that much coke, get out of there. Right. You do the scream parody. What's that? He's in the shower. Oh, the oh, psycho. Oh, there is a scream. Or psycho. Psycho. You're psycho. 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 Yeah, Good callback. They all kind of blur together. <laughs> Scream was a reference to every slasher, yeah, right, so don't right. worry about it. Psycho. Psych- Psycho. He meets him in the shower and threatens him with a plunger to the face. That's right. And that's the scene as a kid I remember. Oh, I think I saw it like on some <laughs> clip show. Sure. And that scene, and I was terrified by it. I was like, that was terrifying. What if it was a dirty plunger like it had just <laughs> yeah. been used? Yeah. Never sing, yeah, never sing my songs again. <laughs> At least he gave him a chance. Yeah, yeah and he, he almost took him. it. I thought so, too. When he walked out of the room, I was like, no fucking way is he still alive. <laughs> and he gave him a chance, but he didn't take it because the goons got to him. And then he I got, got killed him. in a much more hilarious way, though. <laughs> well, and then they, that goes into like the actual like opening of the Paradise, and they do the the juicy fruits come out, and they're like... I don't know, goth or... Yeah, you know, they're, they're like supposed kiss, to be a new band. Kind of, because yeah. they have the white but, and black face. And they keep pulling pe- fake people out of the crowd and chopping them up. I couldn't tell if that was I supposed thought they to were be really real at first that. either. Yeah, I, I'm with Josh. I was like, is it just because it's a low-budget movie that it's mannequin parts? No. Yeah. But after a while, I was like, okay, they're just fake people. And Wait, sewing them, and they were sewing them together in the back. Yeah. How many of the audience is mannequins at that point? Right. I was also wondering. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And at first I was like that too, but then I saw the person in the back sewing the parts together and I was uh-huh. like, ah, it's a theatrics. Right. I like how they stabbed that one. They had blade guitars, by the way. Yeah. Very Rob Zombie-esque. Yeah. Uh, Guar. Yeah. They stabbed that dude's chest and pull his torso off with his shirt. Yeah. Like, and leave his head and legs behind. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It's very Rocky Horror because they're building the perfect god of yeah. evil rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it comes out, and it's this nerd beef. Yeah, and it's weird because like beef, the beef, the act, like whenever you saw him off stage was way different from when he was on stage. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it, it's a persona he puts on, and the Phantom kills him with a neon lightning bolt. Though. I know that was so goofy. <laughs> and correct, and like uh, artistic editing, clever editing too, because they like reverse the film a bunch of times and make it static to make it look like he's getting shocked. Yeah. Oof. We get to hear Phoenix sing the same song for the third time in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that count as a musical? <laughs> Most of the songs are the same song. Right. Well, Paul Williams couldn't write a, you know, a lot of songs. He wrote songs. <laughs> he's acting in the movie. I mean, come on. Yeah, right. he was busy, guys. <laughs> he can't do it all. <laughs> Maybe pick a lane. I don't know. Musical yeah. <laughs> Polar Express. Uh, <laughs> even though one person died tonight, they say they'll finish tomorrow night with Phoenix singing. Right. And, and the they crowd, still pack the crowd. The crowd was like, like him dying on stage was like amazing. Like, amazing. Everybody was like, Swan's like, hmm. More death might be <laughs> yeah. more please, raising. Please give me more death movie. <laughs> The Phantom gets to Phoenix and he's like, I can save you from all of this. Come away with me to my mansion. I'm Batman now. And she's like, gross. (laughs) I'd rather take a deal with the literal devil. Yeah. Uh, You live in the attic of a theater. Yeah. Uh, Your face, you smell really bad. (laughs) He probably would. Yeah. He's just been walled into that room for a week. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows how many drugs. Ah. That's a bitch in his face. In a rubber costume, yeah. too. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so she dumps him on the rooftops, and he follows her, kind of, and uh, is looking into one of these big rooftop windows, and we just focus on them fucking for a long time. <laughs> I thought he was going to, like, oh, yeah. drop this. This the, was hilarious. Just him crying while they're making... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just simping out. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I turned into a mutant for her, a supervillain, whatever I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. And then an odd and then choice. he tries to stab himself. Like they, they speed through everything else, but they don't speed through that. Oh, five <laughs> solid minutes of yeah. just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and rolling like, around on does Swan see him through the yes. oh yes and yeah. on the Dude, camera not only does Swan see him he positions a camera so that he can better see him crying while he's fucking cause he's yeah. like I can't come unless I see him <laughs> I gotta crying. be on bottom baby so I can see the monitors <laughs> that's funny I didn't think of that <laughs> Uh, the Phantom pulls out a gnarly looking blade that hasn't made an appearance anywhere else. No, no, no. He went to the dynamite knife shop, I guess, on his way here. Stabs himself through the heart, kills himself, but, uh... Like he made a deal. Swan comes, and he's like, I gotta go to the roofs real quick, babe. Wait for me here. I have here. to explain this, otherwise it'll be weird. Yeah, like, he, like <laughs> he can't just wake up for no reason, then he'll keep trying to fuck this up. Yeah. So he's, he's standing over him, he's like, you signed the contract, that means I own you... And if I die, you die. Which which makes me think now, it's like he was going to be walled into that synth room mm-hmm. and never dying. Yeah. That would have been Terrible. Awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. Why did Swan mention the part where you But after a couple of years, him? a really good album would have come out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or uh, something never, no one should ever listen to. <laughs> sure, like that Miley Cyrus Black Mirror. Have you watched that one? Uh, uh, oh, it's a good one from last season. Oh, Maybe I have. Yeah, I think. Okay. 
<clears throat> it's kind of a similar. She's locked somewhere in somewhere writing an album. Oh, wow. uh, so he is in service to Swan, and so is everybody else. It seems like. Yep. Opening night, night two. Phoenix is on stage singing Faust. Finally, they get married. They have a marriage thing. There's yeah. like an evil yeah. pope up there because he's planning to kill her on stage. That's right, and then it's the, the yeah, lackey guy. You have you have like the classic Brian De Palma, where a uh, dude is slowly oh. putting a here's a sniper rifle, yeah. yeah, together. It's like the Legos of sniper rifles. Yeah. There's 24 and, something and like, pieces in 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 the 70s and 80s. Like if they did, there was so many movies that did that. Oh yeah, the slow the Clint Eastwood ones where he was yeah. the cop. Um, Dirty Harry. Yep. Uh, this is funny too because he the evil guy owns the club. You'd think he could just walk in there carrying a gun and be like, "I'm the assassin yeah. going up to the top. I'll be doing <laughs> the killing later. <laughs> you don't have to sneak in. The evil guy owns the place. Yeah. In the final act, I'll be killing. He likes the sneak. Luckily, it takes him ten minutes to put the gun together because it gives the Phantom plenty of times to find the server room, basically. Yeah. With all the monitors, and here, here's one of my favorite parts you brought up, Chris, mm-hmm. when he watches the. Tape, the haunted tape. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Swan. Of this is Swan how we found selling out what's soul. going on with yeah. Swan. Swan got too high in the bathtub. He's gonna kill himself. A hookah full of hashish. Yeah. And he's like, "I want to be forever young, baby." Yeah, I can't watch this beautiful face age. And I'm like, I literally can't tell how old this dude is supposed to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. in any of the scenes. No, he's just a pasty British man child. Yeah. Because I didn't grow up with him, yeah. I have no point of reference this entire movie. I, didn't know who I think he was I think the last time I saw him, he was in uh, Rules of Attraction. Okay, he was so a mid nineties. Yeah, he was a doctor, and he was like, "You're gonna die." He's all, and they're trying to take the guy out. <laughs> if you're, anybody remembers that scene where their friend was like ODing and they took him to the hospital, and yeah. Paul Williams is the doctor. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So having no reference point. I was like, is he younger in this video? Or is he, like, <laughs> meant to look forever young so he looks the same as he does yeah, now? Yeah, I think it's that's yeah. supposed to be the Or is idea. he supposed to look older because the yeah. tape ages for him in the Dorian Gray style? I could never figure out, though, like, how... Because then Swan is wearing a mask uh-huh. on stage. Why hid the curse was broken? Did they ever show that? I didn't catch that. He, like, goes into the recording. He burnt the tape. He burnt the tapes. Oh. Yeah. The tape the, was the, his Dorian Gray yeah, painting. Yeah, the tape ah. was his Dorian Gray And then he goes and awkwardly chokes out the sniper. Yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't have his knife anymore, I guess. <laughs> Should have held on to that. <laughs> That's right. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. nice place to keep well, it now. Well, they took it whenever he woke up. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the devil shows up to him, and he's like, I know you're way too high for this. And he's like, I'm way too high for this, baby. And but the light changes, and he's like, I can offer you a eternal youth and he's like i've got nothing to lose i was going to slip my wrist anyway right uh and then we go through the subsequent people that he's contracted Mm -hmm. yeah and uh a bunch we've seen a bunch of them i think the band members for sure the original juicy fruits were part of them not beef though not, not beef. beef no beef has no idea what's going on <laughs> beef is an innocent bystander with way too much coke yeah it felt really bad for him where was he gonna go back to he's like i'm gonna go back to ohio or somewhere yeah something like that with his parents or yeah <laughs> i'm gonna give i'm gonna introduce them to cocaine right <laughs> i'm gonna take this coke and i'm gonna sell it in ohio there you go start a Empire, yeah. Seventy four. Start a Scarface. Ooh, Scarface, Ryan Ohio. Ryan Palma, a Scarface. Yes. Cleveland had set t- t- enough neon for De Palma to be right? there, right? <laughs> uh, 
let's see. Priest guy gets shot. Black yeah, guy. he shoots mm-hmm. the priest, right? Oh, because he's choking out the, the sniper. The priest gets shot. The yeah. priest is like the his main henchman. Mm-hmm. The, his number one guy. Yeah. Just as Swan is rising from the floor onto stage wearing that cool silver mask, yeah. the tape gets burned. And the phantom rips the mask off and his face is just all disgusting and everybody freaks out. And his new wife is like, I was marrying you because you were young and hot, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But also rich and powerful and the devil. Right. But now I'm not because you're ugly. Yeah. It's a good good moral Uh story. Evil never wins. (laughs) And then I was kind of confused, like, with the end when she finds... So he grabs a bird mask. And stabs Swan, yeah. which kills him, which causes his wound to reopen. He, right. yeah, and he's like crawling through the crowd, dying, and everybody's still dancing around him, which is really yeah. fun. And they're I, like mocking his dying. I thought a lot of them were dying too because Swan was dying, and wrong, yeah. it like had the vampire trickle down effect. But I couldn't really tell what was going on at this point. Huh. But yeah, the one guy confusing. that was like dancing with his body, basically. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so creepy, weird, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's happening here? <laughs> De Palma. Uh, wow, we get a character montage at the end of like, here's all your favorites over some wacky music. Yeah, it's almost but, like the end of Animal House. Like, here's where they wound up. So that at the end, she like this is when she finally realized. That like the phantom was the I dude. I think so. Yeah, yeah the dude Winslow, from the staircase. Winslow. And then she's all of a sudden in love with him. They had an instant connection. It seemed like on the staircase because she was hugging him right away. Yeah, because he said that she wrote the music. He wrote oh, you the think music. She just wanted... <laughs> yeah. I thought that was more of a romantic connection. <laughs> yeah, hard to tell though. I think that's what it was played at, at first, but I don't. I couldn't tell you. I think her character was revealed that. Well, <laughs> she yeah. wanted to be famous. She just wanted to be famous. <laughs> I'll do anything to get that crowd out there again. Right? Yeah, that's what she said. She again, yeah, point, yeah. She got a taste for it and then was in a hundred percent. Yeah, I'll sell my soul. Hell yeah! Yeah, give me that contract. I'll sign it in blood. I don't think he was going to give her contract. I think he was just going to kill her. Yeah. Oh, he needed her for some devil ritual. He yeah, it was very odd. Like he never really seemed to want her to be the main person until Beef died, and then he's like, okay. Well, now that's what it was. Yeah. I think you you pointed out because yeah. like everybody like beef died and the yeah. crowd went wild. Yeah, he's he was like, mm, mm, mm. "I'll kill someone else on stage." You after I marry him, <laughs> yeah, which was an odd, yeah, an odd <laughs> choice. Like, why did the marriage part? I like how the goons were on stage for this part, and they had the lavender crop tops with the little purple pink bow ties to yeah. match, and the giant canes. I was like, "Ooh, they got all done up for this." <laughs> Hey, you gotta put on a show. You do? I guess you, you gotta do. Put on a show. It had very occultish feels, very LSD 70s feels. I loved it. Uh, the music got a little repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there were some different songs. But how about we go around now, give our final thoughts and uh, recommendations or not? Josh, I feel like you have a lot to say about this. I have two, <laughs> two big things. Two things to say about this. Uh, this movie is the reason why I don't watch movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there's a movie from three years ago in 1971 called Abominable Dr. Fowler. It's a Vincent Price flick about Vincent Price who gets fucked up, gets a voice box, and goes on a kill murder page almost identical to this movie to the point 
I thought this was heavily inspired by it. it that oh, was wow. also a fantastic. And a movie. much more charismatic actor, of course. Have well, you yeah, seen that? Have you seen that one? No, I have not seen that one. I, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I may have seen parts of it. I, I, my mom used to watch a lot of stuff like that. So I'm, I probably, as soon as it comes on, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a hard sell for me because it's like Vincent Price without a voice. And I'm like, what's the point then? (laughs) But it was, it was amazing. I just can't stand these movies that are just like objectively worse for other things I see in like, I can't imagine how many movies are like that. Most of the ones we've seen, right? This movie has got me thinking there may be more of these movies, like the Phantom of the Opera uh-huh, retellings, yeah. than there even are of like a Christmas Carol. Sure. Oh, I wonder. There yeah. are, like Probably that one had TV more. I don't know yeah. about more, but yeah. that one had TV more. I'd say this one might have hit movies more. Yeah. Uh, I did see the Phantom of the Opera that came out about 20 years ago, like 2004, 2005 time. I fell asleep during it because mm-hmm. it's a it's a creep who's hiding in a dark theater and there's a lot of singing going on and that's yeah. that's it. Uh, I like this one a whole lot more. Josh, would you recommend it? No, no. <laughs> this is I, you know the way. Like, this isn't even Stargate here, right? This isn't okay. This is. I can't believe you asked him nothing if he recommends a movie after he started his review. It's, of it's saying, This is why I don't fun. watch movies. You never know. <laughs> like, what a waste of time. Like, <laughs> beef was cool. Sure, watch the beef cut. The yeah. beef the, cut. All the, the beef cuts the on beef YouTube. The beef clips on YouTube, the, the 20 seconds of beef. <laughs> Where's the beef cut? It's like his name was Beef. Oh, man. Here's the future. Beef. <laughs> I just liked that he was one of the only characters that was like, fuck this, yeah. I want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you get the bad bad vibes in your own house, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like a hippie crystal from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, would you recommend this? Have so you seen it? So, uh, it's funny, yesterday I was at a Comic-Con and a, and a guy had a booth and he had the, the tapestry for this movie. Whoa. And I brought it up and he turned and he showed me a shirt, which now I get. It was the Death Records. Hell logo. yeah. And uh, so apparently it has a falling. I thought I really would have liked to have seen the movie a little more fleshed out. It seemed like they sped through some things and just like assumed you knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. But um, I... I liked it. It wasn't great, but like, I feel like if you're like a person who likes Rocky or Picture Show or any, any of those like kind of movies from the seventies that are kind of schlocky like that, definitely you should see it. Uh, I think most people will watch it and just be like, kind of, it's definitely for certain people mm-hmm. and other people not so much. So I don't know. I'd say maybe. I was a huge fan of the third iteration of the Juicy Fruits when they were all yeah. goth and emo. That, that was the For best, that yeah. scene alone with a German expressionism painting behind it. Yeah. Yes, give it a watch. I, I had a blast. Yeah. I would say overall, yes. I do agree that I thought it had some pretty big pacing issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it, felt, it felt somehow rushed. Yeah. But also like they were repetitive because of the music. It rushed, but also they took their time sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Because, well, and it, it was a weird thing because like you said, we listened to like the same song like four or five times. Yeah. I joked, but I don't know for certain. That's like, how similar they were. Was, they might have was, been it, the same song. It might, might not have been the same song, but it was, it was, it, it made it seem like it was like a weird temporal thing of like, they're rushing through the story, but yet it's also kind of seems like we're stuck in the same place. Mm-hmm. 
I'll definitely not be going to Winnipeg for the festival, but, you know. <laughs> not your thing. All not right. my thing. <laughs> well, Chris, it was great having you back as a guest. Awesome, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, my podcast, uh, 10 Drink Minimum, in July, it'll be 17 years of podcasting. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, doing that Congratulations. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I have. If uh, you live in the Albuquerque area, uh, Duke City Championship Wrestling, July 15th, our next big show. Super so. fun. I don't know when this comes out, but yeah. So fun. We're going to rush this episode, get it out this week. Nice. Uh, Justin and I went to the last one, the inaugural yep. battle. I and got tickets for the next one. We are yeah. super pumped to go to the next one. You've been a guest on our other show, What About Wrestling, before. Yep. So go ahead and listen to that if you oh, want to yeah. listen to we any got, of our uh, other episodes of Baseball. We got a coming up we're going to talk about on that. Oh, nice. Uh, Forbidden Door. Nice. Forbidden Door's next oh, Sunday, yeah. That's so Forbidden fun, Door. the crossover. Love Forbidden Doors. Yes. You can find all of those episodes and more on podcast.com or on any uh, Apple Android podcast app that you use. You can find us on Facebook under FapCheck, FapCheck at YouTube, and FapCheck at gmail.com. For any questions, concerns, comments, uh, reviews, or hate mail you want to send our way. Josh, did you get you get any sent to us yet? I, think. I, I haven't sent any yet. No. Okay. We'll read we it. We'll have you read it on air. We did an Amaze Balls last week that might go up in the next couple. Of it's years. up already. Is it? The, our Infinity awesome. Train episode is up, and I've already been watching more. So check that out on our other channel, Amaze Balls. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Chris. I'm Justin. Hey guys, have you seen 